This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. The founder of this company, 10 years ago, was trying to sell his house. He's, you know, he's kind of an important guy. And he said to his wife, if this is what it's like for us, how do people who have no clout ever get around this? So he started a company and it went into business, I think, three years ago. Their deal is, their word is their bond. And they are people that listen to this show. They are just like you. Now, how can I say that? Because I'm the founder of the company. Realestateagentsitrust.com. Jay Severin. The Supreme Court of the United States upholds Texas's voter ID law. Texas recently instituted a very simple voter ID law, the purpose of which, and I I address this to the people who are disappointed by the ruling, because I honestly believe a large portion of them honestly do not understand why a state would want or require people voting in its elections to satisfy the curiosity of the citizens of that state that only other fellow citizens of that state are stealing their vote. I, I, it has always been beyond me how someone with a straight face could argue against voter ID laws. Yet they do. And in this case, And in a great, big, important state of Texas, they have lost. (laughs) Now, I'll look up. I don't know the Texas uh, statute, the voter ID law. But I know, I know without looking it up, and I recall from having known it chapter and verse, What it does is merely require that a person showing up on election day with ambitions to cast a vote in the great state of Texas demonstrates that that person actually exists in the name on his or her document residing at the address posed on that document, and is, in short, a legal resident, a legal resident of the great state of Texas, and thus a legal resident of the United States of America, and not a democracy burglar, not a democracy thief, not a criminal of our human rights as we have crafted them and seen many generations of our ancestors die all over the world to protect them. Yes? Yes. The state of Texas's voter ID law, which requires the outrageous fulfillment of the requirement that you prove you are who you claim to be and that you legally reside in Texas, 
in America and you have legal right to the vote that you will cast that will cancel out mine or cancel out Patrick's and the vote he casts as he will everyone for the rest of his life for his now five-day-old son. I don't think that's too much to ask. Meanwhile, by executive order, Barack Obama has just granted hundreds of thousands of violent felons the right to reclaim the franchise and to vote because, after all, they've suffered enough. So hundreds of thousands of felons will, despite having served notice in the most cruel form upon you and me and the most innocent possible human beings imaginable, and and via the cruelest possible mechanisms of service of that announcement, that they'll now be voting. And as the slime ball, one of the biggest slime balls in the history of politics in the United States of America, the current governor of the once proud Commonwealth of Virginia said in response, hey, if I were if I were Republicans, I'd stop insulting and complaining and I'd go out and try to win their votes. And he says this with a completely straight face. Yeah, that's what we'll do. The overwhelmingly minority prison population in state or states which has now suddenly been re-given the vote. And whereas the question is always going to be some form of, well, let me see, do you think we should ask people to obey the law? Or do you think we should allow them to pretend this is Mogadishu and just kill everything that moves? And on top of that, do you believe that even when behaving like a resident of Mogadishu, these folks ought still get voting rights and full welfare benefits so that They can let suckers like you go to work while they are in the family business of sitting and waiting for your check to come to them. In a land in which the word bastard, when's the last time outside of black hip-hop music you've ever heard the word bastard? It's because we no longer as a society, along with a little help from Jesse Jackson, Al Sharpton, Hillary Clinton, the Democrat Party, the 
uh, one percenters against Wall Street, Black Lives Matter, etc., etc. The thought police, the thought police are busy, busy, busy bees, busy at work. And one of the things they've been very busy at is the notion that the word bastard is racist and must be banned from the lexicon. No longer are we to use a word which has been since long before Shakespearean times a perfectly good quiver, uh, arrow in the quiver of our delicious vocabulary that enables us to describe something or someone in so many different ways that we are, along with our language, the most blessed and richest people on earth. Yet, what we have are people who contribute nothing, who do nothing, pitch into groups together to be affronted, to be aggrieved, to be victims collectively, so that among other worthwhile activities, they can band together in groups and along with the help of once great institutions like, say, Harvard and Princeton and Yale, they can band together and say, the word bastard means someone born out of wedlock. (gasps) That means a baby born of parents not married to each other. (gasps) And that, of course implies directly that there is something wrong with being born to parents not wed, not wed to each other, and that it's a perfectly fine idea and just as perfectly fine as anyone else's form of lifestyle in the world, that a child should just as equally be born a bastardo. After all, it's not as if you don't go, can't go anywhere in life if you're a bastardo. Just ask the first ever elected president of the United States to be impeached, bastardo Bill Clinton. Jay Severin. The founder of this company, 10 years ago, was trying to sell his house. He's, you know, he's kind of an important guy. And he said to his wife, if this is what it's like for us, how do people who have no clout ever get around this? So he started a company and it went into business, I think, three years ago. Their deal is their word is their bond. And they are people that listen to this show. They are just like you. Now, how can I say that? Because I'm the founder of the company. Realestateagentsitrust.com. 